0: Welcome to Ghostwriters Anonymous, an inspirational and interactive podcast where we create worlds through words and writing. I'm Kelsey, and today I'd like to know if you were a punctuation mark, what punctuation mark would you be? I would be a question mark. So today I am going to test out a new microphone, see how I feel about it. More importantly, I'm going to share a story that I wrote this year for our 2023 spooky story competition for work. It's an in-house competition. Essentially what we do every year at work is write stories based on people we work with, scenarios we've dealt with at work, the lore of work, etc, etc. There are a few categories that you can win in. Best use of characters, scariest, funniest, and best overall. I think that's all of them. So mine won funniest in the department. There's a lot of inside jokes in this so I hope it translates well. I titled the story Feed Me. Stacy sequestered herself in the privacy of the Women's North bathroom, savoring a moment away from blaring phones. Her stomach rumbled, echoing off the stall walls like the final note in church choir practice. That was her stomach, right? Maybe she'd order Jimmy John's for lunch. They were always freaky fast. She flushed the toilet and a voice called out, feed me. Funny, she hadn't heard anyone enter the bathroom. She was the only one on break. Firm rule. No doubling up on break slots. But someone could have slipped in for a quick bladder reprieve. Hello? Stacy called out. No answer. She dipped her head below the stall. No shoes were planted in front of any toilets. Had she simply voiced her thoughts out loud? She was hungry after all. Oh well, it was probably nothing. She discarded her damp paper towel and walked out. When Stacy made it back to the operations floor, Melissa was visibly perplexed. Did something happen while I was on break? asked Stacy. Melissa's fingers flew across the keyboard, drafting up a message to dispatch to all personnel on the operations floor. Well, Melissa ground out, someone left a used feminine hygiene product on the bathroom floor. That's the second time this has happened while I've been the on-duty supervisor. I was just in the north bathroom, confessed Stacy. I didn't see anything on the floor when I was in there. It was the women's south restroom, Melissa explained, exasperated. The same one as last time. Stacy frowned. I thought I heard someone in the bathroom with me. Maybe they got bashful and went to the south bathroom while I was on break. I already checked the cameras, said Melissa. No one was on that side of the building. Who knows how long it has been there? I hardly use that bathroom. Stacy's stomach grumbled again. She better order that sandwich. Well, I'll keep an eye out, assured Stacy. Then she placed her lunch order. Emily's legs were just starting to tingle. That's when she knew her twenty minutes were up. She spent her entire break on the porcelain throne, watching TikTok videos and perusing her Snapchat messages. Feed me, commanded a voice. Emily paused her video. The bathroom was silent. Kelsey, is that you? she called out. No answer. It didn't sound like Kelsey, but she did have a video playing. Maybe it was Daniel in the men's restroom next door. He probably called his wife to deliver him food or something. She fumbled for the toilet paper. Empty. This happened to her a lot. A quick sweep of the handicap stall revealed a roll of paper towels beckoning to her from the sink. She reached for them. Feed me, the voice commanded again. Emily froze. That definitely was not Daniel. Her hand hovered over the toilet. Feed me, Emily. Feed me. Obediently, she dropped the paper towel. Dustin closed out his Bitcoin tab and pushed his glasses up the bridge of his nose. His skin was dewy with sweat. It had been a particularly exerting bathroom session. He snaked his fingers up the toilet paper holder. Nothing. Great. He had five minutes to problem solve until he was due back on the operations floor. Feed me. Resonated a voice, excuse me? Dustin inquired, pushing his glasses back up his nose, feed me, the voice demanded again. Dustin didn't recognize it. Um, no, feed yourself, Dustin called back, feed me, Dustin, feed me. As if in a trance, Dustin uncoiled the cardboard toilet paper roll and flushed it down the toilet. Jamie didn't want to be at work today. She had a bad case of period bloat, and her acid-washed jeans felt like a boa constricting her bowels. Vacation wasn't an option. There wasn't enough staffing for that. Even worse, she had signed up for overtime today. A little extra cheddar was needed to pay off her meat-slinging headhunter. She pushed open the metal lid attached to the stall wall to dispose of her womanly burden. It gave way with a squeal. Feed me! Jamie jolted. Was she having an auditory hallucination? feed me, Jamie. There it was again. She knew the voice couldn't be real. She just had to keep her wits about her. Feed me, Jamie. Feed me. Jamie's body was no longer her own. She retracted her soiled parcel and wrapped it up again. In fact, she couldn't stop wrapping it. It grew bigger and denser by the second. What am I doing, she thought. Then, when the last strand of toilet paper flew off the cardboard roll, she suspended her burden above the toilet. No, no, no. This is wrong. This is very wrong. Feed me, Jamie, commanded the voice. Jamie stood there, wrestling with her body. Then, her fingers seized open. The substantial wad plummeted into the toilet bowl with a weighty plop. The toilet sensor clicked. No! Jamie cried out. The pipes gurgled and sucked the wad down like a high-powered vacuum. Jamie brought her traitorous hands to eye level. They were shaking uncontrollably. Giving way to panic, she bolted out of the bathroom and went home sick. To all personnel, whomever has been flushing paper towels, toilet paper rolls, and feminine hygiene products down the toilet needs to stop. There are signs posted and waste bins available. If this is you, you could be charged with vandalizing this building. Our maintenance bill is through the roof. This behavior will not be tolerated. Heather. I'll draw up a suspect list, said Holly. I'm pregnant, said Bree. I've had a hysterectomy, said Jessica. Someone keeps erasing my brakes, said Max. I'm too old, said Brandy. I'm from California, said Mandy. I sold my moon cycle on the black market, said Kelsey. I don't use the bathroom, said Ashley. I'm going to retire, said Inman. I think I'll just get pregnant, said Cheyenne. Why don't we tie a tourniquet around it, said Vasso. It's probably the booger wiper, said Jen. The mysterious toilet flusher was all the buzz. Was it maintenance? The janitor? A disgruntled employee? Was it a man framing the women? Was it a woman wanting to create chaos? Was it negligence? A team effort? Blackmail? Black magic? Stacy turned on the hot water and laid out her work clothes. This was her first time using the gym and shower facilities at work. It was worth a shot, but she'd rather be at home sleeping in. Steam rose up like ghosts from their grave while Stacy donned a shower cap. She stepped behind the curtain in her powder pink shower shoes, soap on a rope dangling from her neck, then just as the water rained down her skin, she heard coughing. Bless you, Stacy called out. The coughing grew worse. In fact, it didn't stop. Alarmed, Stacy shut off the water and threw a towel over herself, shower shoes squishing with every step. There was water all over the floor. Is that from my shower? She ducked her head around the corner. A geyser of gray water was erupting from one of the toilets. These offerings will not suffice boomed a voice with a hacking cough, one of the toilets choked up a glossy brown turd right at Stacy's feet. It slopped on the tile with wet heft. Feed me, the voice commanded. Certain she had entered a horror film, Stacy surveyed the immediate space. Fear pricked her eyes as she realized she was the only person in the bathroom. She flung open the door, screaming. It's a ghost, said Kayla. It's a demon, said Stater. It's a sewer gin, said Logan. He's right, said Jordan. There's a full-page description about them in my D&D book. We need an exorcist, said Keith. I'll call the chaplain, said Lisa. Make sure it's the right one, said JR. All bathroom operations were suspended within the facility. By the time the chaplain arrived, the sewer gin had grown angry. Its seething demands rattled down the maze of pipes. Feed me! Bathroom lights flickered on and off. Water coated the floors and seeped into the hallway, swamping the freshly laid carpet. Feed me! The voice raged. The chaplain straightened his dog collar and clutched his holy text. He chanted a rehearsed prayer with conviction while the sewer gin threw a squelching tantrum. Then, with a guttural grunt, one sharp toot, and a miserable whine, a single toilet exploded into babies. Plastic babies. Miniature babies. They rode the surf of water spray on tiny ducks and slithered from the exposed pipe on small octopi. They took up residence in the facility like mischievous fae, watching from every corner, every nook, every vending machine coil. Were they a blessing or a curse? A guardian or a haunt? A harbinger of good news or an ill omen? Nine months later, a boom of babies burst forth from the facility. Mothers cradled fresh life to their breast. Fathers beamed down with pride. The operations floor was down more personnel than ever. Before long, tiny little voices rose up from their cribs with chubby, reaching hands. Feed me, mama. Feed me. I had so much fun writing that story. I'm here to tell you it is 93% truth. And that's the fun of this competition, is you just take a year's worth of emails, stories, incidents, work drama, and you fold it into a story. Oh, I love it. My inspiration was Little Shop of Horrors. Feed me, Seymour, feed me. Jamie was my muse on this, and she's the co-worker that recommended this mysterious book club episode that we'll be dropping in a few weeks that Leah and I read. Jamie also read it, but she didn't record with us. Our next book club episode will be Legends and Lattes. That'll be releasing sometime in November, as will this mysterious book club book. If you've written something that you'd like to share, please email us at gwritersanon at gmail.com. It had been a particularly, it had been a particularly, particularly, it had been a particularly, particularly, it had been a particularly exerting bathroom session.